Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic's B-Sides, a new show where we share material that doesn't quite fit in with our interview series, such as outtakes, bonus segments, and useful tips from your two favorite co-hosts, as well as the occasional surprise drop-in from some of our favorite previous guests. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcin Novelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. When I'm not releasing music under my own name, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists, or directing and editing music videos and music documentaries. If you'd like me to produce your next record or direct your next music video, get in touch with me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Marcin Novelli. Or just say hi if you just want to say hi. It's all good. Always say hi. So uh, we are excited to share that we've made some significant updates to our Patreon page and we invite you to become an official patron of the show. Uh, just head over to patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Yeah, uh, perks include early access to content, sponsored ads at the end and start of our shows, as well as your chance to co-host an episode alongside Ross and I. And we've also got our official BTA shirts. Uh, yeah, we do. Available on our website. <laughs> There's a link to them in our show notes, so go and get them. And if you use the coupon code BTA Rocks, you'll receive 10% off your purchase as our little way of saying thank you. Yeah, and uh, I re- recently released my brand new acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume 1. And uh, you can listen to it anywhere you like to download or stream music. And the reason I, I kind of asked that like a question, because it actually isn't that recent. It was, it was at the end of March, but it's still recent enough. It's still recent enough. Um, and it's new to you if you haven't heard it. So um, either way, I encourage you to share it freely with the world. Spread the love. It's what we all need more of. <laughs> plagiarism right there. That's uh, uh, yeah, a hefty uh, dose of plagiarism. Is it plagiarism right or is it an illusion? Well, I allude. we're not going to get into that because do. our topic today is not plagiarism. <laughs> our topic today is a combination of time management and building your team. Mm. So um, I guess a good place for us to start is um, is talking about managing your time, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm clearly not doing very well in this intro. <laughs> um, do we ever? Working, no, not really. It's not what we're known for. Um, when you're working on a project or multiple projects, as it seems to be increasingly the case, both for us and for other people, it's important to manage your time as efficiently as possible. Um, no one's perfect at this. Some days are great. Yay, and some days are not so great. But um, planning ahead and executing your work wisely is the first step to success. Okay, so... I don't usually like to do this, but let's talk about me for a little bit here. <laughs> oh, God. This is a turn up for the books. <laughs> so, like, in the, in the last five years alone, okay, I recorded and released um, two records, one solo, one side project, as well as an EP. I became a dad twice, started a weekly oh. podcast that you're all tuning busy right now, uh, directed, produced, and edited documentary and numerous music videos, produced two records for other artists, started my own business, and I even began exercising regularly. So much so that sometimes I 
come to chat with Ross and I'm still all like sweaty. Very and sweaty. I take my yeah. shirt off. He's like, why are you taking your shirt off? Put yeah. your shirt back on. I'm like, but I'm, it's sweaty. But anyways, the list yeah. goes on. A lot of stuff has happened in the last five years. Okay. And um, I mean, I've never really been great with time management in general, like we mentioned earlier, but up until five years ago, I can kind of manage being disorganized because I didn't have nearly as much on my plate. You know, I, I basically would say that things became increasingly overwhelming over the last five years, you know, as more and more things happened. You know, I, I have a kid put out a record. Let's start a podcast, Ross. Why not? It'll be easy. It won't be, we, it won't be that difficult. It'll be fun, Let's they have said. kid, child. Why not? You know, it'll be fun, they said. It'll be easy. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I'd say definitely after my second uh, son came around, um, which was an amazing blessing, and I, I love both my kids' pieces, but things got a lot more difficult. I th- I'd say they became, uh, it became overwhelmingly um yeah, overwhelmingly overwhelming 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 uh, yeah my work suffered it really did and uh you know the amount of work and personal commitments i had i'd say um kind of paralyzed me you know it's 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 and i think people can relate to that you just look at you know if you're someone who writes to-do lists down you look at it and it's just like i don't know where to begin so i'm just not going to begin and it's so counterproductive, and but it's because it's just so overwhelming. You need to step away for a minute. So, anyways, what my did, uh, what my what my did, what my wife did to help me, um, she bought me a a personal day planner. That's it. That changed everything. It was so simple. It changed everything. It changed my life. You should have seen Marcio the day he got this day planner. Okay, he <laughs> runs down to his basement, gets on the camera, holds up this day planner. Like, look what I've got. Look what I've got. And he was like a little kid. But um, but it definitely has helped you. I I I I see how much more organized you are now that you have this planner. Um, I don't have a planner. I probably I suggested should it though. Use one. Yeah, we should. I, we should make kinda, one. I just have the the lists. So I I've, I have like a main to do list. Most you'll see my lists. Um, <sighs> yeah, we show each other our lists on Skype. What of it? Um, and uh, it's our personal so business, the, okay. <laughs> I've got that main list and then I've also got a daily list. So I, I tend to do my daily list either the night before or first thing in the morning, depending on how that day has gone. Sometimes you just want to, you know, you just want to leave the room. You don't want to mm-hmm, go back in. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that way, at least I know what tasks I need to complete that day, but I still got the master list for reference. Um, and the daily list generally is like aspects of the main list kind of broken down into smaller, usually more manageable tasks. Mm-hmm. Usually. We're both very ambitious people. And I, I'm not just speaking for ourselves here. I know a lot of people tuning into this. You're very ambitious. You have amazing ideas and you want to do so many different things, but it's just the matter of executing them that that sometimes is overwhelming. There's yeah. that word again. It really is. Um, and, uh, you know, and seeing that, that, like if you were just to look at your main list every day, you, you, like, you have to take that and then break it down to, into doable tasks. So what yeah. I, rec- I recently recommended to you, Ross, was take... Is having three lists, having like a huge list. These are all my projects, all the things I need to do. Now I'm going to break it down to smaller things, right? And that's like your middle list, maybe what you want to do in the month or next few months. And then from there, you break it down to what can I literally do right now, like today. And for me, I know you do mostly like what you're going to do that next day. For me, I've been doing like, what am I going to do that whole week? Usually it's like, sometimes I will delegate the, you know, to the following week and what I'm going to do and, and when I'm going to do it based on, I know which days will work better for me based mm. on just uh, many different factors um, that are that are just unique to me. And, uh, in, you know, and, and then you actually doable tasks those days. You know what I mean? And most importantly, I think, is monotasking. I mean, monotasking is your friend. 
Um, I've always been a multitasker. I think you are too. Sometimes we both get caught yeah, up in this. trying not to, because I, I, yeah. the, I think the more you realize, like you definitely realize as you're doing it, that mo- that multitasking is really not very effective. You no. may feel like you're getting a lot done, but you're more often than not. That's no. not, and that's not to be confused with you're doing something, it's getting too much for you, and then do something else. I mean, that's fine. That's not multitasking. If you're now focusing an hour to do something else or half hour or to distract yourself a little bit. I do that sometimes. I'll stop everything, put some music on or check my email, whatever. But as long as it, it, it's, that doesn't bother me. It's when I'm doing it all at once. Check my email, this, this. It, it's it's yeah. too much, right? So monotasking is your friend. Uh, social media, not so much. No. And I, you know, I think it's a challenge because I guess we always feel like we need to be on all the time, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it's definitely important to take breaks from social media to focus on things because um, I, I definitely noticed this. I, I paid, I try now to pay attention. If I go on Facebook and I notice myself just scrolling and mm-hmm. scrolling and scrolling, you know, I stop because that's not productive use of time. Yeah. Um, and, and as well, like notifications that can be a total distraction. Um, don't be afraid to put your phone on Do Not Disturb. My phone is on Do Not Disturb as we speak. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, I don't want to be distracted by notifications while we're recording an episode. Just turn mine you know? over. You made me want to turn my phone over. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I try and keep my phone on Do Not Disturb, especially mm-hmm. those times when I really need to focus or concentrate yeah. on something. And I don't need to be distracted by something else. As you know, I'm very easily distracted. So I've had to turn off just about all notifications on my phone. Um, and I've gotten a lot better at uh, not constantly checking my email or Facebook. Um, I kind of I, I kind of tease people around me who are just sitting there kind of doing the scroll, scroll, scroll mm-hmm. thing. And, and that has helped me to become more self-aware to catch myself doing that. You know, uh, but as an artist, I obviously love connecting with my following. Right. And I used to I used to be working and constantly check my phone. Oh, someone tweeted me. Oh, someone tweeted, I'm going to respond to them right away. No. So what I do now is I kind of, usually later in the day, you know, I've, I've done all my work, I'll go on social media and I'll respond to people. You know, I respond. I really appreciate people reaching out to me and I'll respond to them. But really, do I need to do it right then? You know, and I find that I'm actually more focused on giving them the attention, um, you know, when I do that because I'm not doing other things. So I can actually give them more, maybe more meaningful and thought out response, right? Um, so I would, I wouldn't say that I actually like set aside a particular time to go on social media, but I indirectly do i guess you know mm-hmm. um because i'm personally prone and you know this i'm very prone to overstimulation right so i mean changes have had to just be made on all ends of my work life and personal life or more so my work life um and i'm still making adjustments every day um to help with that just like we do here on bridge atlantic for the last two and two and a half years yeah so we've spent the last two and a half years which is crazy um, constantly reevaluating how we manage our time. And I think, uh, you know, we try things out. Some things work, some things don't. And right. we just see what's most, most effective. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking for some good resources about time management, mm-hmm. definitely check out our friend and past guest, Suze, at therockstaradvocate.com because I know that I've definitely picked up a lot of things from her. Um, like the term monotasking. Monotasking. <laughs> Gotta yeah, give credit where credit, credit is due. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, and she's definitely kind of, you know, drummed that into me, how important the monotasking is and you do notice a difference when you're not constantly distracted by everything else that's going on around you yeah i mean we used to even get very distracted doing the show um i think that we used to um work on some of our own things like if you were working on something bridging like i'd be working on something for my music and you'd go and oh i'm just going to check my email for a second we've had we actually had to come to a point we said no 
you know, instead of working several days a week on the Bridge Atlantic, uh, kind of doing multiple things at once, we just had to pick a day. We we're going to say we're going to do everything this day, and that's it. You know, it took us a little while, but we somehow squeeze. That's a funny word. I don't know why. Squeeze all of Bridge Atlantic's work in one day a week. It used to take us at least three, but yeah. we weren't as as we weren't as efficient as we could no. have been. But it also because takes we time. To do yeah. Too much. We were trying to do too many different yeah. things all at once. And that, again, that kind of goes back to the multitasking thing. Is mm-hmm. When you're trying to do all these things, your head's in a different place yep. for each thing. And, yep. you're, you know, it's not just a case of doing the work differently. It's moving your mind, I guess, into the different areas. So. Well, um, just just to give a little anecdote here earlier, before we, we, we recorded this, this episode for you all here, um, Ross and I don't check our own personal emails like our, on uh, on uh, Tuesdays, so we like, we try yeah. not to because it's very <clears throat> overwhelming. So today, Ross actually had me check his email <laughs> just because he was looking for one thing in particular, and I think that's like totally makes sense. And it would just if he if he opened it and saw all the work he had to do for his electric EV work, right? It would be over, overwhelming. It would put his mind there. He wouldn't be right here with us right now. Exactly. He'd be in the other world. Like exactly. And I learned that the hard way a, f- a few times yeah. before when I thought, oh, I've got 30 minutes yeah. free. Let's yeah. jump in and do the electric cube. No, no, it's it's not a good move. It's distressing. It, it doesn't work. Uh-huh. So um, with that said, I kind of want to talk about um, managing time when we've got multiple creative commitments going on all at once, mm-hmm. like like we do. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing balancing a personal life with your work life, with which can be insane enough as it is um especially if you have a relationship or kids or other commitments um you know a parent you have to take care of or anything like that many different things but oftentimes musicians and artists in general have their hand in many different creative and even non-creative endeavors yeah and it can be difficult enough to find balance between our our work and our personal lives but Mm -hmm. just as our personal time is split between you know family friends time for ourselves if we have multiple work commitments we need to be able to find a way to fit everything in without driving ourselves crazy yeah this is exactly what we're talking about with working bridge atlantic into a schedule you know like you and i are no strangers to doing multiple things um and finding the time to doing them all effectively is is something that we've um we've really worked on and that's why we're here right now we're trying to share some of our trial and error um trial and errors that's not what i'm trying to say (laughs) sure let's just let's just go with that (laughs) some of our successes and failures i guess uh, with this um and we just want to pass this on yeah and uh, and we we spoke to um, Stephen Christian recently, and and he actually when we were we were speaking with him, he reaffirmed that the way that we're doing things uh, is actually a, a good way to go. Um, yeah, we didn't mention you know, it. We, he kind of said it without us really saying it. Like it was amazing to see someone uh, like himself. We, we love his music, you know. And I actually didn't realize he he did as much as he did um, while he was kind of at the height of his career, which is is really amazing to see. Because um, some people will say, some people will really talk about just doing one thing and focus on one thing, make that one thing great, and that's it. Where, you know, I, I, it would be easy to assume that's what he did, but he didn't. So here's some extended advice from our recent interview with him uh, where he talks about this in a bit more detail. Because, you know, Ross and I have our respective careers, but we also do this show, and a lot of time goes into this. And sometimes we ask ourselves, you know, oh, you know, should we be doing this? We're taking time away from the other thing. But hearing what you say, you know, and you were in such a successful band, and you still are very successful in what you're doing, but you also were doing a lot of different things and are doing a lot of different things successfully. I mean, Ross, I don't know how you feel, but that makes me feel like, no, keep doing what we are doing because it is good to have your hands in a few different baskets. You know what I mean? And um, as long as it doesn't completely stop you from doing what you totally love i think right. you know 
Um, so Absolutely. yeah, that, that was and, and very inspiring And let me give you, me give me. you a, a little more, because I mean, some people will say, well, if you're not giving 100% of something, you right. know, then, then what, what's the point? And I agree with that. So what I'm saying is you have to be able to time manage yourself, you know, not right. to get all leadership book on you, but it's just kind of like you must. So for instance, I had a podcast called The Art Collective. I had a guy named Aaron Mankey on who does Lure, top 10 podcasts. It's incredible. It's massive. And I had him on and he said, if you can't focus on what you're doing a hundred and give everything that you are currently doing a hundred percent, stop. And so I did. I was like, here's one podcaster telling another. And he didn't know that I, you know, he knew I had a podcast because obviously he was on it, but he didn't know where my mind frame was. And I knew in the back of my head, I could never give the art collective what I needed to give it. I could not give it the time that it needed to do. So I had to let it go. And sure, I want to pick it up eventually when I can concentrate and focus on it for 100% of that. I can give it the time that it deserved online. It can give it the time that it deserved you know, as a, as, you know, developing questions for, for, you know, um, for the, for the artist or whoever I was going to have on the show. So that's my advice. Yes, diversify, but diversify until you, and uh, uh, diversify, but make sure that each place that you diversify to is allowed a hundred percent of the, of that, of that, of that moment that you're giving a hundred percent. For instance, so, let's sorry. say, let's say your, your solo career, that's a Monday Tuesday project. If you have to, if you have to divide it up like this and then Wednesday is all for the podcast and Thursday is my day off with my wife. And then Friday I am working on this and Saturday, Saturday you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm recording other, I don't care how you do it. You have to be conscious. You have to be concerted. It has to be a concerted effort into whatever you're putting your hand to. Steven, this is exactly what we're doing. You were making me like, I can't even hold back like this giant smile right now because Ross and I, that's what we've been doing for the last year or so. We only do all Bridge the Atlantic stuff on Tuesday. Everything that's from awesome. our, our, you know, filming our interviews like we are right now, posting our, our, our latest interview, everything that pertains to Bridge the Atlantic starts at the beginning of uh, on Tuesday and ends at the end of Tuesday and then that's there it. There you go. That's and then it. all other days are, you know, our respective things and weekends are for the family. There you go, man. I, I've even been awesome. trying to put down this thing, put down my phone on the weekends and yep. just, you know, there you go. spend my time with the family and yep. it's balanced, Do not right? disturb is your friend. Yes, exactly. Such so, a good yeah. friend. That, for a second, <laughs> yep. you have me worried there. I'm like, oh no, you know, is he saying that you need to be 100% just absorbed in one project and then move no. on to the next? But it's about time management, right? And Absolutely, for me, time I, management. I, yeah, for me, Ross, maybe you can agree with this too. For me, you know, I get my head in the game and, and, and I'm I'm there in that day, so it's like to try to mold, to try to do different things in that same day is weird for me. You know what I mean? Because I'm just in that project for the day. When you're in that you know? the right kind of zone for yeah. something, like if you're in that creative zone, you want to keep creating. You don't want to then right. go off and do some admin stuff and then do right. you know, stuff that's yep. that takes you into a different place. And Although I think I, that yeah. we realized that when we were doing the show was that um, you know when it overlaps into multiple days of the week. All the, all the other stuff that we do suffers and even the stuff we do for the show suffers because we're not really in that zone. We're just kind of scrambling to get bits and pieces done. Yeah. But when it's all focused on one day, one, we know that that day is dedicated to one thing. So we can really focus on it and we make sure we get as much done. And it also is kind of a relief knowing that the other days we don't have to come back to do anything for the show. We do our own stuff. And I think it totally, it's finding that separation so that you can focus and not get distracted. I Absolutely. Think 
Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was going to say, we have turned, I think we have not been able to, this is just about the, the Bridge Atlantic. We have had to, like, I guess, turn down some opportunities or not be able to pursue them fully entirely, but not like not right now, but that's okay. And, and in order to do what we're doing right now at our full potential, you know right. what I mean? And then when I we can, it. you know, so anyways, the point is that that really speaks to us as an artist, awesome. as well as a, a podcaster and everything. I think that speaks to me on so many levels. Awesome advice from Steven. Of course. Uh, and yeah, so nice to, to have our, our methods kind of confirmed to be good. <laughs> I, I, that was a really bad way of saying it, but <laughs> we I'm, got validation. We wanted, we I'm needed validation. It. That's really what we it did. was. Yeah. You know? Well, there's only so many hours a day and it's such a cliche to say that, but it, it, you know, it's, it's really true. And I feel like not, not to date ourselves here, although, you know, who wouldn't want to date us? <laughs> it does, uh, <laughs> as you get a little older though, it, I do find that it's just, uh, you really start noticing that if more and more every day that there's just like, you find yourself of them saying it. I'm like, oh my God, I sound old, but there's just not enough time, not enough days in the week, not enough hours in a day. You no. know, you don't, you don't want to spend all your hours working, you know? And um, I mean, I used to do this a lot. I, I often, I, I've given you crap for this sometimes, Ross. I'm like, stop. I've, I've had to, I've had to give you permission before to stop working. Mm-hmm. Be like, stop, go have a bath, take some time for yourself, or you're no good for anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so when you find that you're not able to kind of keep up with everything, um, or you're not able to focus on the creative part of your work, which that's been me for a long time, and that should be the most important thing, um, it's time to start expanding your team. Yeah. And uh, a good place to start is by making a list. And yes, we do always come back to lists. Um, make that make a list of the, the tasks that you currently do and then decide which of those a you don't enjoy doing and b which could be delegated to others so which ones do you not need to be involved in or is heavily involved in um this way the same amount of work is being done but you're able to concentrate on the things that require your attention so the creative part which is you know what you are required for uh, rather than the things that can be done by someone else um so which you know once you kind of know which tasks you want to delegate to others um it's time to start finding people who can help you. A virtual assistant, like our friend Christine at 30 Roses, can be a good person to bring on board um, as they can often uh, help you with a lot of admin-related tasks, which, let's face it, are the ones that take up the most time but don't necessarily need to be done by you. (laughs) By you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, at the end of the day, you want to be able to focus on the creative side of things while delegating tasks to others. So you're still the leader but you're not doing it completely by yourself. Yeah, and, and Ross, you know this more than anyone because um, we spend so much time with either doing Bridge Atlantic stuff or talking about our respective work. Um, uh, I went through a, a whole a long period of not being able to, to make music at all. And I was kind mm-hmm. of, you know, I was putting a little bit on, of it on Bridge Atlantic and it wasn't, it was a little bit, but it was many different things, right? And I'm just finding a place now where I can start making music again. Um, you know, and it's, 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 it's difficult enough if you've got a very steady life to just kind of, it's difficult enough to find the time for all this stuff. But when new, when it's constantly changing, you know, many things are changing. Um, you know, I guess all of our lives are changing, but what I mean is like, you know, becoming a dad or taking on other projects, it changes. You have to continue to reevaluate how you're going to make all this work. Right. And it takes a while sometimes, because like I said, for me, there was a point in my life where I could just make music anytime I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Right, um, any, and I guess adapting from that is a, is a challenge in itself. Yeah, because I was the kind of artist that I felt compelled to write a song. I write the song. Now it's like I still go through that the initial point of the song if I feel compelled to start writing, but to actually really work on it, I can't just do it any time now because I have other commitments. I mean, the kids need to be put to bed or or whatever. Or I got to pick, them, you know, them up from school. I mean, 
I can't just say nope. <laughs> I've got to, yeah, yeah. you know. So it's uh, it's it's trying to find what works. So I can't. The inspiration happens. You got to jump on that, even if it's just a quick lyric idea or a quick little I record that idea down. Sure, but then to focus on that and really build on it, uh, you just got to make the time for it. At least that's what I've been doing. And that's you know that's just music specific, but that goes for anything. That goes if you're a filmmaker, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, it's I think it's particularly difficult and confusing, I guess, when you work from home. Um, or and or when you're just self-employed because it's mm-hmm. very easy at any point of day just to continue working or to not work or you know whatever. Yeah, and yeah, and that's like that's the challenge. I think is uh, you are responsible for motivating yourself, but mm-hmm. you're also responsible for turning yourself off at which the end is, of the day. Yeah. Which and both both can be difficult. Sometimes <laughs> the same day it can be difficult. Like first thing in the morning, yeah. you're not feeling very motivated, but then by the end of the day, you're all you're all pumped up and you want to keep going. Yeah. But really, you can't do that, and it's and it's difficult. And it's it's okay to it's okay for that to be difficult. Yeah, I, and it's just a case of figuring out what works for you. Whether it's certain times you're good at doing certain things, um, you know, just kind of scheduling around yourself. Mm-hmm. And that can take time. Like that can, it can take months. Years. To figure out what it's taken, it's yeah, literally years. taken me personally years and yep. you to get you and I together oh, nearly three years. Yeah. Yep. So and that's you know, totally okay. So yeah. don't beat yourself up if, um, you know, if you're feeling like things aren't working, try and just take it one step at a time, figure out, you know, what one thing can you change first to make things a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we've had to do is gradually be reevaluating and adapting things and, and seeing what happens. Well, even with Bridge Atlantic, there's other things that we that we have been ambitious about and have wanted to do that people don't know yet. But we've we've either started it or we haven't been able to start it yet. But we we've put a lot of that on the back burner so that we can focus on what's most important, which is doing the show, get it you know really tight in the sense of uh, you know um, well we're happy with the show, but also able to do everything in a day, you know, and then slowly introduce other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's it goes the same with um, with any creative endeavor you're in. You know, it's like focus on what's really important. Get that right, you know, and slowly introduce the other things that you are ambitious about or excited about. Or like we do, find different days to just focus on different things. I mean, I mean, it's easy for us to say that that's working for us. These are just suggestions, you know, and like Ross has yeah, said, yeah, just see what works for you. And, uh, you know. <clears throat> for me, working at night in the past used to be the best thing. Now it's just not possible because I have to be up at six a.m. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's, and you're it's, asleep by nine. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wish. But <laughs> but <laughs> sleep I know, maybe I by eleven or twelve. But uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 just finding out what works for you. But you know, keep experimenting, and most importantly, the self compassion side. Be easy on yourself. You know, it's not easy what you're doing. Whether you are working as an artist or you're working, you know, helping artists. Either way. Mm-hmm. Remember why you're doing it on those days that are just very difficult. And remember on the days that are great and you want to keep going, remember to just take a break because yeah. then you're going to burn yourself out and then it's just going to lead to you not enjoying what you're doing anyway. <laughs> yeah. And one thing before, before we wrap up, I want to jump in and say, um, being self-employed and doing your own thing, don't expect everyone else to understand like this is something that i've been learning a lot lately the only other people that will really understand what it's like to be self-employed and run your own business is someone who does it so try and uh you know find some friends or or people that that kind of do this themselves too because you will probably want to have someone to vent at or to or share to. your frustrations and successes because because really if someone someone that works a standard 9 to 5 and they're employed they don't understand that you don't just do the work you create the work 
and everything that that's around it so um it can definitely be very useful i want to quick give, give a quick shout out again to suze uh, also to you marcio and to patrice at the baseline group because um they definitely help keep me sane when i'm uh, when i'm having a struggle so yeah well same goes to you russ <laughs> i'm just laughing because uh i'm thinking about the, the the question i've been asked over the years um many times and i'm sure other people have asked this too but here it goes so like what do you do all day? More than you, probably. What do you? Is the yes. <laughs> that is the best answer right there. Yeah, the best answer right there. What don't I do? Exactly. Well, I don't always have time for a shower. Uh, and then people have the know. idea that we're just on the couch all day watching TV, like eating bread chips. Wait, I mean, that sometimes. sounds amazing. <laughs> but even that when I'm doing amazing. that, think no. about lyric ideas. No, I'm kidding. We're not doing that. So um, yeah, I guess that's probably a good place for us to for us to wrap this up. Yeah. I, I I guess um, you know if you want to ask any questions or if you want to share your thoughts on kind of balancing everything, you'll find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube when we're not avoiding social media. Uh, don't <laughs> don't forget to also visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you are there. Yeah, I mean we're still evolving. We're still we're not we're not you know perf- we haven't perfected this yet. So if you have some tips. Tell us, please just message us on uh, social media and, and tell us what maybe we left out that uh, has worked for you. And we will, if it makes sense for us, we will definitely use it. Definitely use it. Um, outside of Bridge Atlantic, um, as, a, as an artist, I, I recently released a uh, new acoustic EP uh, a couple months ago called The Reimagining Volume 1. And it's available everywhere. So um, check it out. I'm also working on my second solo album. You can be a part of it at marcianovelli.com slash pledge. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and Patreon, which are on my name. What's my name, Russ? Marcio Novelli. What's my name? What's my name? Marcio <laughs> Novelli, yo. So I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment, and you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi, and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by 30 Roses, a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives, as well as Chris Keaton, Buck Naked, Soap Company, and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, so please check them out because they keep this show alive. They do. I do declare. <laughs> okay, Steve. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And if you'd or like Michael sponsor Scott, the show, visit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Michael Scott. Yeah. If you'd like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. We recently updated our rewards, which now include sponsorship at the start and the end of our show, as well as an opportunity for you to co-host an episode. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes. And leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. All right, so that's it for B-Sides. Stay organized, and we will see you next week with a brand new interview. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.